Am I Ready, the podcast that's big on internal reflection to move through big life decisions. Together, we're putting the work in to take the pressure out. I'm Ali. And I'm Ellie. And today's episode is Am I Ready to Identify My Life and Relationship Pillars? Okay, so let's start by explaining why we think they're really, really helpful. And then we can walk you through what even the hell they are. Yeah, good point. This is all about sharing tips to help you with feeling overwhelmed or scattered or lost or lacking purpose. It's about taking back that control and bringing some order and alignment to your life when you need it. Um, So we're sort of splitting this into values, which is the first step, and then pillars. You know, you might not be able to see how your everyday actions are impacting the bigger picture or, or see that connection. This is where knowing your core values come in. Being clear on your values will lead to a greater sense of fulfillment, your needs being met, a sense of belonging, and truly owning your actions, decisions, and goals. Mm -hmm. And clarity of values, I think, also really ensures that you're being authentically yourself. If you know your values, you know your boundaries, and you're just very aware of yourself. On that point, they can really help you with emotional intelligence. So regulating your own emotional compass, managing your moods, and helping you identify why you might be feeling certain emotions and how to circumvent around them or Mm. navigate through them. Mm -hmm. Cool. So on that note, I love a definition, as we know. Yes. What the hell are pillars? (laughs) So I I had them. I had never heard of them. Never. And I bang on about them all the time. Until you. All the time. Where did you actually hear about them? Is this something you've come up with? No, I think I was told years ago, maybe by a kinesiologist I met like four or five years ago or someone Mm. in that realm. Actually, it might have been even someone I worked with who's like really into that stuff. And ever since then, I've just been chipping away and like changing mine. And because that's what something we'll get into. They change over time as well a little bit. Good point. But I thought I would start with an actual definition of an actual literal pillar. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Because it makes sense. Okay. So as a large solid structure... Pillars provide firm support for another larger structure. Pillars distribute weight and support heavy loads. So life pillars are essentially very similar in that they can identify what supports you and your life, gives you stability in your life, and then it also helps you identify when those areas lack support because you're obviously going to be getting a feeling of instability and unease. And if you were an actual pillar, you'd be like, leaning and wobbling in the wind yeah you'd be like fucking help me (laughs) what's going on i'm crumbling where am i going (laughs) anyway you all know what it feels like to lose that stability lose that control and feel like you literally are crumbling yes and i also think we can really resonate with not knowing why you feel so deeply like Mm. lost or deeply frustrated or deeply angry sometimes Mm. you just have no idea and I think so much of that emotional turmoil turmoil perfect word I reckon so much of that is linked to your life pillars and maybe not being actively aware of them and and knowing when they're kind of in limbo a little bit or not being focused on being neglected all of those sorts of things yeah very true shall we start with values though Mm. Yeah. I think so. That's the way that I approached it. I've known my life values or my core values for some time and it was really good to kind of hone in and rehash on those. 
and then use them as a tool, which I haven't done my homework yet because I decided to wait until we actually went through this together and I could talk it out and get all of the info and work through it with you guys as well. And you're going to go and do the reflection section. Exactly. Yeah, exactly that. right. So to identify your values, uh, I think some come really quickly, which is great. It's also probably worth asking is this a value that I just like the sound of or do I actually live by this or make decisions around that value? And there's no pressure to have ones that sound really cool. Like don't, I think, add spirituality as one of your values if you don't actively participate in spiritual practices and it's not something that's really that relevant to you at the moment. Um, There's no pressure with these. I don't have to sound good or fancy. We're all different. And finding your core values is important to actually living by them and using them as a bearing to keep you centered and on track. I have six steps to identifying your values, which I'll run through. Six, hit me. So firstly, ask yourself, when do I feel most myself or most fulfilled? So it might be, for example, when you're prioritizing your hobby, which could be music, art, cooking. The value there could be creativity if it's about that creative outlet. Or it could be self-expression where you prioritize your interests and the things that make you feel you. Mm. Number two, when do I feel like I have disrespected myself? And this is a big one for me where I feel like I'm just procrastinating or wasting a lot of time doing meaningless crap, which we all do within reason. But I think that really, I end up feeling really lousy in myself. And I think that that value at the heart of this could be something like self-respect, keeping promises to yourself, autonomy, autonomy, (laughs) where you're consciously (laughs) choosing how you spend your time, Or maybe even accountability, if that's something that's important to you. Accountability, yeah, for Mm. sure. That's me. Number three, when do I feel disrespected by others or like a boundary has been crossed? That's usually a pretty good indication as well. An example might be if you hate being copied, then maybe individuality or uniqueness is one of your values. Or if you hate being lied to, um, I think that's a common one. And you also hate feeling like you're being untrue to yourself. It might be honesty. So for each of the values that you identify, I would ask, is this value easy for me to honor and live by? Because it's all about tapping into yourself. And like I said, not a fictional version of you or not something that you think you should have. Or you aspire to be. Yes. Yeah. Like I, it's like patience. Like I I can't value patience because I'm impatient. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, would you say? I think so. Like I can't live like that. Yeah. I'm an impatient as hell human. Yeah. I I mean, for sure. If that's a part of you and it's not something that you are consciously aware of and thinking of and Mm. prioritizing in your life, then it might not be the best one. Yeah. Because then if you take that even further, like I'm not patient. So everything I do, I sort of go at things like a bull in a china shop. So then Mm. if I tried to be patient and go slower at things I I just I don't think that would work for me yeah just yeah because patience whilst it's a nice skill to kind of try to learn there's also nothing wrong with the fact that you're a little bit impulsive or quick Mm. to action that's just who you are Mm. so you wouldn't want to have a value that kind of contradicts who you are yeah you're right who you think you should be Mm. yeah it's about authenticity totally Number five, do these values influence my goals or actions on a daily basis, essentially? And number six is to stick to a nice, consistent number with these so you're not going overboard. I would recommend four to six, but it's completely up to you. You can go Hail Mary if you want 100, but it's just going to be a little bit difficult to manage. (laughs) 
Do you want to give us an example of yours? I sure can. Yeah, because I think people get a bit stuck on what is actually a value. Yeah. Like I might have definitely Googled it just to yeah. make sure, okay, is it definitely what I think a value oh, is? Oh, yeah. And if, if you pull up a list of 50 or so, that's yeah. a really quick fire way to see which ones stand out to you. and Yeah, you can just run through and go, no, no, no. Yeah. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah, no, 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 no. and it's a good starting yeah. block. So mine, I have ooh, five. My first one is connection, which encompasses body, mind, spirit, nature, relationship, community. Secondly, self-expression, which is about being myself, having my hobbies, interests, things that are unique to me. Communication, which is about always speaking openly and freely, encouraging others to do so, sharing my knowledge and experience, and listening and learning from others. Then I have depth, uh, engaging in meaningful conversations, getting to know and understand myself on a deeper level, not hiding the true depths of my soul just because they might not be matched to someone else's level. And then strength. Mm. Um, This is physical, strengthening my body, strengthening my mind, building resilience by getting out of my comfort zone and challenging myself. These are really good because they go across just about everything that you would cover in your life or the way you would approach everything. This is so authentic to you, like... You're very self-expressive. You're really – connections are so crucial to you. Like depth is the reason why we do this podcast. Yeah. yeah this is this is you on a plate for sure. Oh, that's super lovely to hear. Thanks, Al. No worries. And then I think to wrap up values, I sort of see them as the guiding or overarching principles or your virtues. And then to me when I started to sort of think about pillars, which Ali is going to do a really nice in-depth summary of – It's breaking it down further into the actionable areas of your life to ensure alignment to your values. Yep. I think that's a really nice segue into the difference, but we'll also talk to how they can sometimes overlap and then Mm. how to identify it because there's no rules. There's no set rules. If you try to, you know, be really strict with yourself, it's just not going to work. So we've covered that values can inform your life pillars or the importance of them to you. Personal values traditionally, though, would be defined as your beliefs and and they influence things like your behavior, your personality, how you respond to things as Mm. Elle's walked through. They help inform decision making as well, your aspirations, your relationships with others and also with yourself. And typically values are learnt from others. So growing up or the people that you're around and you kind of develop that, I guess, response on, okay, that's important to me or that's not important to me. Uh, life pillars slightly different so they describe the areas of your life that hold importance to you and then within them there's lots of different elements like Elle said so there's actionables within each of those pillars Mm -hmm. and where some values can be a pillar is if they can really be broken down quite a lot yeah so they're not like a single word for example honesty you can't really break honesty down into parts of your life but growth for example or love they are values but they can also be pillars which i'll cover off as well because they can be personal growth they can be growth in your career or with your relationships or whatever and you can see that there's obviously sub elements within Mm. that so it can really live on its own as a pillar when i think about my first value connection there might be a good example in there too like i've mentioned things like that's body mind spirit that's a little bit more difficult potentially to break down into pillars but something like relationships and community i can easily identify am i working on my relationships are my relationships strong am i getting fulfillment by seeing the people that are important to me in my life and sort of similarly if you use community as a pillar that could be things like your gym or 
those kind of hobby areas where you're interacting with people that have the same interests. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah, you, you really got to consider that your life pillars are your foundation. They're your glass balls, which yes. you told me this analogy. So can you explain it? Because I'll butcher it. <laughs> yeah. So it's basically the idea that you have glass balls and rubber balls in your life. And they're the sort of that analogy of, oh, I'm just juggling so many things at the moment. It's kind of keeping all these balls up in the air. So your rubbers, uh, if you drop them, I didn't, want to, I didn't want to say balls again because my mind went straight to a condom. Much worse. Did yours? Yeah, I take that back. So you have your rubber balls. <laughs> balls it is. You have your rubber spheres. And if you drop them, what happens? They bounce. They bounce, right? That's okay. Mm. You can pick them back up. and then <laughs> I was really excited to get that right. Yeah. I love that you're a little know-it-all like me. I'm the worst <laughs> on like training courses and stuff because I'm like, oh, oh, don't put your hand up. You're not that person. <laughs> and you can kind of pick them up and you're sweet. Yeah. They're salvageable. A glass ball, on the other hand, if you drop that, that bad boy is going to shatter. Yeah. And that's really a lot more difficult to pick up the pieces. To glue back together, yeah. Yeah. So that's your pillar. Mm-hmm. Your life I pillar. I think so. Give us an example of each, if you I have one. Th- yeah, I reckon rubber balls is kind of, if you have to occasionally flake on a social commitment to look after yourself and recharge, that's okay. But if you're potentially not there for your friend when they really need you and they're going through something tough or you miss a really important milestone or something that, you know. Kid's birthday. Yeah, things like that. That's a glass ball. Yeah, that's... That's a really nice analogy, actually. Mm -hmm. What I will touch on next is common life pillars. But as I said, you can make your pillars whatever the hell you want. They've got Mm -hmm. to work for you. But commonly defined life pillars are really simple. There's four, financial, emotional, physical, and spiritual. So I'll briefly walk through each of them. Financial, things like career and and money, obviously. Emotional can include relationships, mental health, self-talk, and connection. Physical can be health, sleep, and wellness, and fitness. And then spiritual is things like having hope and perspective, faith, and gratitude. So we really think that you can use these as a guide and then create your own, which Mm. is exactly what I've done because they didn't quite cover everything, I think, for me. And it's good to make them a little bit more unique and in your own words and own language because you're more likely to remember and... Mm feel the significance of those exactly exactly right and it's never a one-size-fits-all nothing ever is it's Mm. always just a guide yeah so i'll walk you through how to work them out so firstly else covered values write out your values google a list if you're not sure of i don't know if anyone's like me but like i have to know exactly i have to not miss any so i have to see how many there are and there's probably like hundreds of words that describe different values but Google them, circle them, find those, you know, four to six values that are really key and then write out what's important to you in your life and then really try to stick to four or five of those pillars. Mm. So those pillars are things that include actionable. So it might be family and friends. It might be career. It might be connection, health, growth, whatever it might be. Um, Some of those include mine, which I can walk through. Now, the most important thing that I have learned to do over the last couple of years since I've learned these life pillars is to go one step further and identify if there's any pillar or pillars that trigger you more emotionally than others. Yeah, okay. They might not all be, let's say you have four pillars, they might not all be 25% 
equal mm. in there in the way they take up in your heart or your soul mm. I think is what I've learned and I think it really shows up for you more when one is imbalanced and another might be imbalanced and you don't quite feel that turmoil as much so I'll give you an example like when I was in my 20s career for me was my biggest pillar and relationships particularly the one with myself came second so if something went wrong at work that devastated me yeah. if I was neglecting myself didn't even notice mm. so that and then over the last few years I've really learned to balance out my pillars a lot more so that now into my 30s relationships are absolutely number one for me and then things like adventure and living my life and mm. all of those different sorts of values and loves and things to do now everything's becoming quite balanced but it is a journey to find that balance or to to understand, I guess, the dynamic. the dynamic between all your pillars. I love that suggestion because I think it also takes the pressure off yourself. Because if you are thinking, I've got five pillars, I have to spread myself equally across them. <laughs> and one week might go by where, oh, shit, I didn't focus on that creativity pillar. I wasn't feeling it. I didn't do my pottery or my mm. art or my dance or whatever it might be. And then you're kind of hard on yourself because you feel like you've let yourself down or you've dropped that ball. Whereas maybe that's something that's really crucial to you. But like you say, it doesn't have the same weight mm -hmm. as your family or your relationship. Or Exactly right. Or you might notice that it might take a bit more time to take a toll on you. Mm. And you just need to be aware of that and go, okay, well, I haven't done that in a few weeks. I need to dedicate yeah. time for myself. Yeah. But it's not going to devastate you as much as, I don't know, having... A fight with someone or feeling really disconnected from all your friends and that's yeah. your connection pillar or whatever it is yeah at least that's definitely the case for me so i would really highly recommend trying to work out what you think if something in each of those pillars were to to be imbalanced or to fall away or something like that try and envision for yourself like would i be really affected by that on or, or would i be okay mm -hmm. and you can really kind of work out okay you do have some priority pillars here mm -hmm. that's my number one piece of advice for sure Next, I want to walk you guys through how to make your pillars work for you. So what I mean by this is I think you can work on the balance over time mm -hmm. and you can change elements from your pillars as well. I would recommend, the only, this is the only time I will recommend patience, is to try and focus on one pillar at a time if you're going to change things or if you're building something, just sort of work it. You know, you can't do everything, essentially. You've got to just do, you know, one or two things and just build and build and build and build. If you blow up multiple pillars at one time, you're going to feel completely out of whack. Are you saying, so you've got your four pillars set yep. and you're thinking about going in and doing an overhaul because you want to adjust things. Are you sort of saying, take it one at a time, don't go in and turn them all upside down at once because you're just going to feel a total shit storm. Yes, mm -hmm. that's definitely what I'm saying. So, for example, I'm a complete bull in a china shop with, <laughs> and, and I'm, I don't practice what I preach at all. So, for example, last year I quit my job, went overseas for seven months, like completely blew up huge major parts of my life, all of my pillars that I just had built up. I was like, see ya. Right. Right. And then, and I was fine. But then this year, I moved states, I got a new job, and I left all my friends and family by moving over here. 
And then you also have new things every day that actually I noticed was the trigger mm. for all of my other little things that I had moved. So I didn't have the same cafes. I didn't had to find a new gym. And then mm-hmm. everything around me was new, 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 new. And usually I'm totally fine with that. But it really did get to me and it really caught up really quick. I can understand that. You didn't have those foundational things yeah. that keep you stable. Yep. Mm. So I would recommend, yeah. Definitely be considered in when you change things, but I'm all for change for sure. Don't do what Ali did. (laughs) But if you're going to turn everything upside down, just expect that it's going to fucking come at you. That's a funny pattern, hey, because I've noticed that about myself too. Yeah. It's it's never anything by halves. It's just bang all at once. Everything. Yeah. All or nothing. Yeah. Why do we do that? Um, Probably because we're crazy bitches and Mm. we have this amazing outlet where we get to share our crazy with the world. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love how we're normalising this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Normalise being not normal because what the hell does that even mean? <laughs> That's true. That's the whole point, isn't it? Mm, absolutely. Okay, last thing and then I'm going to shut up for a while. Mm. I recommend writing out your pillars and putting them somewhere that you can refer back to from time to time and then check in with yourself on them, you know, every quarter or whatever. Have you neglected any areas? Are you feeling a little off? Are you feeling out of balance, frustrated, but you can't work out why? Look at your pillars and see if anything has fallen away or disappeared or you're not really... Even also look at your values. Are you not living by those? Do they Are they not quite right or they are right and you're just kind of not doing the right thing by yourself? It's a great idea too to actually have these written out or do yourself up a nice diagram that you can print and put somewhere I think we've talked about this a couple times like maybe you can have it on the inside of your wardrobe or in your bathroom cabinet or somewhere where you're looking often Mm. and then on that point of checking in regularly this is where I fall down always and part of me even like rolls my eyes like I don't need more life admin where I'm putting more reminders and things to go back and look at this stuff But it's, you have to, if you're actually committing to this and you are acknowledging that I have the control over when I feel aligned and in control of what's happening in my life, I have that power. So I need to put those steps into place so that I'm regularly reminding myself of these. I'm regularly reviewing these and updating and pivoting as I need to, but they're at the forefront of your conscience. Yeah. Remember there. It's exercise, isn't it? Yeah. It's all exercise. you just got to keep training those muscles. Mm -hmm. And for me, the only way to train them is to see them right in front of me. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll just forget. Same. Doesn't matter how much good intention you have. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, it's intention and then action because I'm the same. I'll, oh, yeah, cool. That was awesome. I got all my colored pens out and I did an awesome (laughs) exercise and I've got these really well-defined values that I'm proud of. But how often are you looking at those and reminding yourself and making sure that, your actions and your decisions and the way you're treating yourself align back align and reflect those yeah can you run us through your life pillars yes i can so give me some ideas i've got six nice so as i said some values can become life pillars and that's okay there's no rules so my first value that is a pillar is connection so that's connection to myself to others, to my environment. So this is something I've learned that's really key. I need to be in the sun and by the ocean. I lived in Melbourne for eight years and I don't know how the hell I did it. Mm. I I just need that connection to my environment or I'm out of whack. My home, so the place I live, and also to the world and 
having a connection with new places and new experiences and something bigger than me. Mm, So feeling small in the world is key. Yeah, putting things into perspective and realising how magnificent the universe is. It is. Truly is. I agree. So then my second pillar is love. Now, I'm going to just, obviously I've said connection and then I've said love and you might say, well, those are the same things. But no, (laughs) I thought the same thing. But actually when I think about this, and my emotional triggers, love is different for me to connection because I can still love people but feel disconnected and the moment I feel disconnected, my world falls apart. Mm. So I need both. Mm -hmm. I need lots of people in my life that I love and lots of things I love and people loving me and knowing they love me, but if I don't feel connected, I don't necessarily feel that love. Mm -hmm. So that's why that's a second pillar. So that love is for myself, for my partner, for my best friends and for my family, which is probably, I guess, everyone's Hmm. main loves, really. Maybe loving my life too. Yeah, that's cool. That's a nice one. I'm going to add that in. So my third pillar is career. And what career means for me more than money is mental stimulation, growth, having a sense of importance, being able to make an impact, having independence, that's really key for me, and creating my own security and having my own money. Mm-hmm. It's the mental piece for sure for me that's really, really key and being able to actually do really cool shit is way more important to me than the money that I make. So that's why that financial pillar doesn't quite work right for yeah. me because career means, sure, your finances are crucial, absolutely, but that finance pillar is not what leads me to making strong financial decisions it's something else for me and those words that you've used to describe that pillar kind of go back to that value that we talk about often which is not placing all of that significance on external factors so When you say things like mental stimulation, growth, impact and independence, they're all things that you have the power over rather than, you know, salary and finance and savings and, you know, yes, those things kind of come and go, but they're impacted by macro factors that are outside of your control. That's a really good point. You've made me look way more self-aware. Than I even realised. <laughs> well, you knew it deep Thanks down. For that. <laughs> um, last three: health and well-being. So that for me is mental clarity above anything. Good gut health. She's a gut health girlie. Oh, mate! <laughs> I've tried everything under the sun. Fitness, nutrition, sleep, and mindfulness. Then there is wealth, and within wealth, there's quite a lot in there. So there's obviously money, but there's also belongings, and I will explain that in a minute. Time at the moment, I'm working for myself, and having time and flexibility and freedom is wealth to me. Yeah, yeah, like tenfold again, not an external wealth. Yeah, and then there's obviously comfort and security that comes with wealth. Mm -hmm. Belongings, I'll explain that. When I first moved here to the Gold Coast from Perth, I had a suitcase. I remember this (laughs) is when I, I when I met you. Is this how we decided? Is this how we started all of our chats? Potentially, I probably fucking unleashed. If you're going where I think you're going, you're just like, I don't have any of my stuff. Yes, I feel so naked. Yes, and so not at home and not settled. Yeah, yes, I remember this. And it was basic shit. So I just had a suitcase, and I ended up. I can't even remember. Oh, we didn't have. 
we hadn't found a, ha- a place. We were in my partner's old place, mm. and so I didn't move all my stuff over because I had I was living on my own at home. And it's so, so different furniture. It's so different moving into someone else's space. Yeah, yeah. So I was just waiting for us to find our own place, and it ended up taking like four or five months. Mm. And when I say belongings, I just oh my god, I said this to so many people. I just want my fucking diffuser. <laughs> I just want my fucking candles. You know, like to yeah. smell like what I'm used yeah. to. So that's what I mean by belongings. Like I'm also a fucking like I definitely am materialistic. Like that's I wanted okay, all my though. fucking clothes as well. But it was mostly my fucking diffuser. Yeah, okay. That's what I get shit. a new one. I know, I no, should have. I know. I know what it's like. I fucking went on about it for long enough. I should have fucking gone to Kmart and got one, didn't I? But I didn't. But I just sat there in my anger. It was obviously <laughs> the the diffuser was a metaphor. <laughs> didn't diffuse anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was obviously a metaphor and it's bigger than that, right? Mm. Like in a very privileged sense of the word, those are your basic needs to have those things around you. That was like a basic need for you to feel at home and secure and comfortable. Yeah, probably. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just so you know, I always have my diffuser on now (laughs) and I'm happy chappy. Yeah, see? (laughs) My last pillar is growth. So again, another value, but there's so much in that for me. Mm. So it's whether it's learning, developing, improving who I am, reflecting on who I am. I've got my journaling obviously in there and there's a lot of spirituality. So like exploring spirituality and trying to trying to find new things that can unlock and uncover other things about me that I don't yeah. know are there. Yeah. You know, like all the not skeletons in the closet but like ooh, what else can I find out about this part of my yeah. soul and my brain and it's all this like stuff. It's like the shadow work. What's that? Um, where you delve into the deeper, darker parts of your soul that you usually sort of try to leave uncovered because it's probably not the side of you that you are most proud of or the side of you that you like to show, but it's really important to go there and meet that person and come face to face with them because it's yin and yang. You know, you can't have the light without the dark, Mm. good without the bad. How do you get there? By doing that inner work realizing when you're triggered and you're reacting to things and like that icky person that comes up really just going deep on that sort of yeah yeah does that include like when you're drinking (laughs) (laughs) that person the demon oh gosh i've got i've got a couple of stories like that too and you lash out and say things and do things that you're not proud of that's normal too that's okay too yeah i think you just have to learn from it Mm. As long as there's a lesson in anything, I'm good. And we've got an episode on how to let go of your past and forgive yourself. And, you know, those sorts of things. Yeah, definitely go back and listen to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, actually. That's probably one of my favorite ones that we've done. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really helpful. We spoke specifically about breakups, but you can apply it to so many things like that. Just slip-ups that you're not proud of, moments that you just cringe about when you think, Mm. you know, like obviously we're talking about a specific example where we've potentially had a few drinks and then blown up or caused an argument or said something that we're not proud of. Mm. We've all been there. Mm. We've all been there. Mm. You can't hold on to that shit. No, you got to let it go. you got to write that letter. Mm. Go do those journal prompts if anyone hasn't done that yeah. in that episode because they are so good. Yeah, and that letter is so powerful. So powerful. Especially the letter to yourself. Amen. So those are my life pillars. I love them. Yes. Very cool. I have, um, which I touched on in the beginning, 
I've left my homework to kind of do after this episode so I can do it with you as we're kind of working through this and listening and doing it all together. I have done my relationship values and relationship pillars and that was such a powerful tool that Ali shared with me which was absolutely amazing and I actually did it in a cute little Canva graphic. Cute. That did I've you got. walk Ilzy through it? Well, we did them together. Oh, you did yeah. them together. Yeah. That's even better. Yeah, because it's I your love that. relationship. It's what's important to both of us. And that, I got to use it as leverage by saying, Ali and Corey have done this. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do ours too. Don't you love that? Like <laughs> Jesus, talking to they, your friends. They actually hate that we do this podcast. Like, <laughs> fuck, what's coming up this week? Are well, we in the hot seat? They are soon to be in the hot seat, everybody. They are. But they definitely love it and hate it because at least we're channeling all this shit into <laughs> this podcast and not into not their them. poor ears. <laughs> They're so sick of it. And my partner is not deep at all. Like, he's very reserved, stoic, calm. Chiller. Chiller. So for me to try and mm. peel back these layers that he just does not have to the same extent as me, he's kind of like, I, I, I can't go there with you. Like, this is too much for me. <laughs> have you played any of the episodes to him or is he going to find out when the world does like Corey? Oh, yeah, it's going to be a surprise. <laughs> I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a dramatic listening and light heaps of candles and do my You're gonna press pause like did you hear me on yes. this part? This was crucial to me. I'm gonna dim the lights, put some three minutes fifty-seven, take notes. Put some black gown on, put rose petals out and be like, a We're gown. having a listening. Ooh. Having a listening. No, this is like dark Scorpio vibe, not that not is. like not like sexy. Oh. Like I was thinking Listen sexy. and get deep with me. Oh. Come to my... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> anyway, You actually thought about this because you said black gown like, like you'd thought of it. I just had a vision. I just had a just kind a... of Adam's family type vision of... Oh, like a Morticia vibe. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Angelina Jolie. Do you remember that beautiful black dress uh, she wore? We do quite look alike. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Long lost sisters. Don't you just love... I just love talking to my friends about something and then coming home and being like, well, I spoke to Ali and Ali and Corey do this. <laughs> it's just the best. It's good fun. So, yeah, I've done that. But basically you would follow the same steps to get to your relationship values and relationship pillars, but you're sort of um, working through them together. Obviously, it's not just what's important to you. It's what's important to both of you. So if I might just rewind for a second and talk about how you might get to your relationship values. Yeah, I love that. Just to kind of wrap up so that you can go away and use these tools, whether for your personal values and pillars or your relationship. So a few questions to ask for your relationship values are, what are the first things that come to mind for me that are non-negotiables based on any relationship that I'd go into? So this is sort of across the board whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, you're non-negotiables. Yeah, I think we should definitely highlight when we say relationship pillars, like that's to yourself with a partner, with friends, family, right? It's just every relationship that you have that's key. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And then secondly, and I've obviously framed this from the perspective of being in a relationship, but looking at your past patterns of behavior, where do most of our fights or conflict come from? Oh, that's a good question. Probably an indication of where those boundaries are being crossed or not respected, those values. Sorry. You don't have to share a specific example, but like what could be an example of where something has come from? If you're constantly fighting that 
you know, you don't put in the same effort to be okay. romantic oh. as I do. I always feel like I'm doing all the da 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 Then obviously kind of romance might be a value, but also effort, effort. Got or it. equity, yes. things like that. Okay, great. I, I, I like that example. That's helpful. What do we most enjoy doing together? Like where does our joy and, and happiness and all of that come from in the relationship? It's another good one. When do I feel most safe and secure? I like that. And then you can kind of do these on your own and then choose the ones that are important to both of you. When do you feel most safe and secure? When I feel respected, I think is a good one for me. Like I feel like respected in my opinions, in the things that I want to do. I don't feel like I have someone who's questioning, oh, you want to go and do this on the weekend? What about spending time with me? What about doing this? Mm. Being respected, feeling like I can really rely on my partner and I can contact him and he's there for me when I need him. Obviously, if you have a partner or you're dating someone that kind of goes cold on you or they're a bit flaky, that's something that's not okay for me. Just having that safe space to express myself and be who I am. I was about to say that would be mine was I would feel the most safe and secure when I can just be entirely myself. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know how sometimes there's people that you're around and you're like, I have to hold back a little bit because I'm quite a loud person. You're a loud person too. Like, you're like, oh, but, uh, I don't know if I'll make that joke with this person. I'm not sure yeah. if they'll really get it. Yeah. I, I don't feel as safe there as I do when I'm around like my oh. mates being an absolute fuckwit. Totally. And just having a laugh and being a dick. And it's funny how you have different relationships like that with different people and different level mm. of comfortability because I have someone who's been in my life for a couple of years now and they are close to me and, you know, this might be a red flag for some, but it's just a fact of our relationship. I never feel completely comfortable with them as I do with other people. There's just something there that, Mm. you know, potentially we haven't both shown that same level of vulnerability or we haven't bonded over shared experiences or things like that. Mm. But it's just, it's an interesting thing that I reflect on sometimes after I've been with that person that I'm like, yeah. Yeah, just the don't dynamics. Get on that on that level, sorry. Yeah. Well, I think some people are deeper than others too, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. And some people go deep quickly and some people don't yes. they take a while and yeah. yeah, there's only I I think that's normal. There's only a few. I've only got a handful of close friends I reckon who mm. I can really talk to about everything and Me get too. really deep. Me and too. I think that's I don't think you want it with everyone. So no. I think that's normal. Yeah, you get different things from different people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Different friendships serve different purposes. Hmm. Hmm. Like you and I. Like you and I on this venture. (laughs) Will we ever run out of deep, crazy, emotional shit to talk about? I don't think so. No, not unless we die. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a a very good morbid point. That is morbid, isn't it? I mean, it's a fact of life. It is a fact of life. But I don't really want it to come until I'm old and wrinkly in my bed. After we've had our 75 summers. 75 summers in that bikini bod. <laughs> hey, right yeah. up until the last one, baby. <laughs> I'm going to wear a bikini at 107. Yeah, Just girl. because we should. Absolutely. Hey. I've derailed you. Where were you? Do we have a reflection section? Yes, we do. And our reflection section is essentially journal prompts we encourage you to come back to these if you can't write currently don't do this whilst driving (laughs) come back to it or have a look on our instagram for these Um, but basically they're just some questions to ask yourself to i guess get on a deeper level with yourself 
Mm. So you can write them or you can just speak them back to yourself when you hear them, however works for you. Get some clarity on this particular topic. Yes, exactly right. So first question, do you feel off balanced at all in your life right now? That's yes, no, but also elaborate. Yeah. Try and work out exactly what's making you feel off balanced or where. Secondly, what are your values? So as we said earlier, do a quick Google search for a list of different values. Circle the ones that might jump out to you the most and then refine that further with your top non-negotiables. Use those tips that we had in the first section to step through that process. What are your life pillars? Which is what this whole episode has been about. Um, You can use the ones that you find on Google. You can use the ones that we've shared If they're a little bit too rigid or traditional, the ones that you might find online, then make them up like we've encouraged you to do so. They have to be unique and specific to you. Mm. (laughs) Number four, what are each of your life pillars made up of? So you've got to flesh that out. So you've identified the four or five, however many you've got, the hero pillars, and then what's within that. And that will be different for everybody. And put the goals or the ways that you fulfill those pillars. Like if you think of them as cups, okay, cool. How do I fill these cups? Yes. What are the things that I need to do Mm. that make me feel aligned, fulfilled, and like I'm supporting myself through these pillars? Yep. Well said. Number five, is there a particular pillar that triggers you more emotionally than others Mm -hmm. or something within a pillar even? If so, identify it along with the things that make up that pillar and which of these might affect you the most. Mm. And then after noting down those steps one through five, what steps do you feel like you need to take to realign things that are off balance if you've identified those areas? That's pretty much it for today. The last thing I will say is often we talk to tools, different tools that we've worked through. Just want to highlight that understanding your life pillars and your values, that's the tool. Mm. That's an entire tool and learning all of those things and what is important to you and how you want to live your life and show up in your life. That is how you stay aligned and manage that emotional intelligence and you keep balance within your life. And that self-awareness of like, okay, I feel off. Why? Let's go through, go through the mental list, go through the physical list that you have printed up somewhere or wherever you're looking at it or in your phone with those regular reminders actually go take a stock take when you Mm. need to literally Mm. yeah so what we always like to say is just have a reminder to have authentic conversations with others grab somebody that you trust or you care about and have a real authentic deep conversation about this topic or anything else that's come up for you in today's episode just have that real authentic chat we love it and have it with us too yeah a great question to ask is hey do you know what your life values are or when was the last time you thought about your life values and have you ever heard of pillars (laughs) this crazy new tool that i just learned about (laughs) send them this episode also make sure that you like and subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening to it yeah dm us let us know what you think and if there's anything that we can do to add more value while you're listening particular topics or questions if you want us to elaborate on any of this if you just thought what the fuck are they talking about yeah can they do it for me can they help me work out what my fucking life pillars are absolutely dm us please probably not going to do it for you but we can definitely help you steer in the right direction (laughs) and you can find us on instagram at am i ready podcast yay and on that note we will see you on the next app see you later bye bye